to another episode of Sugar Honey Bubble Tea, a podcast where two sugar honey mommies talk about sex, love, and all the fuss. I'm your sugar honey mommy and here to relive my 23-year-old dumb bitch self by getting school on modern dating terms because I'm basically 73 years old in Toby's eyes. I'm your other sugar honey mommy, <laughs> Toby, here to represent Generation Z and bring out my urban dictionary because the, the library is open! <laughs> <laughs> So today we're talking about modern dating and informing all of you some new modern dating terms. Mm -hmm. Our own experiences with it from the angles of an early 20s and a late 20s and how to navigate those situations when you're deep in them. So just to clarify, you are early 20s and I'm late 20s. Mm -hmm. yes, but also um... just to clarify, I'm late 20s but not like 29. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a little, like I'm 27. On the so cusp. On the cusp. So how do we, like when I see early 20s, I'm thinking like 20 to 23. And right. then mid 20s would be like 24 to 26. And then late would be 27 to 29. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm glad we come to the agreement. <laughs> come to an agreement on this. Uh-huh. Give me, so how are we doing this? You're going to give me some terms? So I'm going to, yes, I'm going to throw out some terms. And I mean, a lot of them you already know. Yeah. But we can do a little definition and mm -hmm. explain our experiences with it and how do you navigate. Yeah, I feel like I know more than, I probably know more than I thought I knew. Yes. Okay. So first of all, I want to talk about the three big ships. <laughs> the three big ships, situationship, flirtationship, and vacationship. Ooh. Uh, so I think so is relationship not a big ship? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was not a modern term though. It's, it's not a modern ship. Yeah, it's been around since the 80s. Titanic. It's been around since <laughs> 1880s. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, situationship. That I know. Yes, so, so it's ahead. a relationship, but more of a situation. So it's like when you... It's basically a sinking ship. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so when you are in a situationship, meaning that both parties are acting like they're couples but yes but no one is willing or no one has yet had a talk right or you could it, it can go both ways so you can not have the defining the our status yet and yeah. so you are pretty much in a situationship or you can have the talk and decide to Oh. Not have the labels. Oh, so a situation ship. Be in could, a situation ship. You could choose to be in a situation ship. Yes. Oh. I, I would agree. Literally 73 years old right here. <laughs> I would say yes. Because I thought it was one of those things where you are just kind of in it for... Like, you don't want to be in it, but you're kind of in it and you're trying to get out of it. But you can actually have a talk and be like, yeah, we're in a situationship. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a Ooh. bad thing to be in a situationship. Right, It's right. just a different type of relationship. Okay. So I guess I was never in a situationship in my early 20s then. Because in hindsight... Because what we... Back in my early 20s <laughs> The term days, wasn't popularized. It wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't popularized. We call it friends with benefit. Which I think is the same thing. It is essentially friends with benefit. I would count it as a type of situationship. Oh, okay. So it's under the umbrella. Like I think it's under the situationship family. It's all <laughs> under the sinking ship. <laughs> yes, you can say that as well. Because <laughs> in hindsight, there were a few guys that I thought were my quote unquote boyfriends, but mm. come to think of it, it was really more like situationship. Uh, so. I don't know, like, when I was in my early 20s, we had a habit of putting a label on something that really weren't right. weren't a relationship. Um, that was just a sexual tension that dragged on for too long. <laughs> like, three years. <laughs> 20 years later. 20 years later. I was in a situation for 20 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because early 20s is, like, big, horny energy. Would you, would you say that? I, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> yeah, like I was so quick to put a label on someone, um, but also so quick to break things up and move on. 
Yeah, I think so. But it's a little bit hard because right now, I think when you start to date, you're caught in the predicament of being in a situationship. Almost all of the relationships nowadays start with a situationship. Oh, and I, yeah. Damn. And then not so when you have to get out of it, you have to have that talk to be like, I don't want to be in a situationship anymore. Yes. Right. I think it's so. So why? Why is it so? Why is it unavoidable? Why do you have to be in a relation? Be in a situationship first before you get into a relationship? Because back in my days, <laughs> <laughs> when we still use the pigeons to send letters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> no, I'm really not that old. But but I was never in situationship, not because that that didn't exist. It's just that term wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I think right now as a generation, we're just pretty flaky. Is your generation flaky generation? I think we're pretty flaky, and we're also. I mean, friends is a big thing in our generation. We get peer pressured a lot, so I think the oh, that's every generation. Though. Oh, right. Have you ever gotten those uh, dare? Um, oh, d- yeah, like don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Little do they know, drugs are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do heroin. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Not 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 hard drugs. Just no no hard drugs. Yes. Um, yeah, but. Saying that, I think we get peer pressured a lot, and to thinking into how caring is uncool. Ooh, so, so you're saying that your generation is too cool to care. I think a lot of them had that same concept. Even though you care, you really try to come off as I'm really I'm free. I'm so chill, you guys. I'm so chill. And then you go home and cry until three in the morning. Yeah, I'm like I'm so chill, and I'm like literally my veins is like popping. <laughs> you got like single tear coming yeah, down your cheeks. Like it's fine. I, it's fine. It's I'm cool. just I'm, I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm disassociating from the reality right now. It's fine. <laughs> how do you how do we navigate situationship? Like how how do you if you don't want to be in one or if how do you get out of one i think definitely to have the clarity up front yeah yeah like not to get into one in the first place (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way to approach it yeah that's a big big hairy goal (laughs) because like when you uh, when you first meet someone do, do you then now have to be upfront like hey i'm looking for a relationship and that's where that's where we're headed. Yeah, I think the way I navigate it is I kind of tell the other person that I'm not opposed to a relationship, but I kind of want to try it out and have fun and not yeah. get too constrained by labeling. Yeah. And usually the other person will pretty much be on the same page. Mm. Like, yes, let's try it out. Yeah. I I sometimes have I just don't know what I want and mm. then I get and then I would just be like oh maybe it's fine to be in a situationship like mm. maybe it's fine I'm chill I can be chill <laughs> I can be in a situationship <laughs> yeah and then two days in you're like marry me <laughs> I actually have my wedding dress picked up yes. <laughs> Start sending, sending your Pinterest board of wedding rings. Yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely mm. no chill whatsoever. So I think I think the main thing is probably when you want to start dating to have a clear uh, direction of where you want, mm-hmm. like what you want. Yes. So you don't fall into these situationship traps. Yeah. Also, don't put too much um, weight into these conversations I think a lot of times I think it's a big deal on dates to bring it up but it's actually not because you can actually avoid a lot of traumas and you can save yourself time save the other person time if you casually bring it up and say look this is how I'm feeling I'm not opposed to it but I don't know if I'm ready so I would like to spend more time and see where this goes yeah just to be clear yeah I think when I was younger I just fall into these traps of situationship (laughs) I I just don't know if I want to be with someone but and then if the guy's really pushy yes and I'm just like Okay, sure, I guess so. 
And then next thing I know, I'm in a three-year relationship. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Yeah. I think that's like when I was younger, that was kind of my mentality. Yeah. Yeah. We are. It's all sinking ship. Next. (laughs) Next. um, (laughs) Vacation ship. Oh, I like this one. Uh, I think it's very easy. I think it's just when you go on a vacation, you meet someone. 10 out of 10. You are correct. So you see certain people only during the duration of that vacation. What if what if you have like a I don't know like a London London Bay or like you know like when you go to the oh, city you always see that one person. Man. Yeah, like when you go I don't know like if you often visit Toronto or something and you have like a Toronto Bay. I think you could say that as a exclusive vacation show. <laughs> I mean, a committed relationship. <laughs> like, you fly there. Every time you visit Toronto, you would just only see this person, and then you guys will have a thing. Yeah. And then you leave, you, you kind of like, yeah, I guess this is it, and you don't talk to each other until next time you go. I can come here. I can get into that. I think that's a yeah. good... That's a good way to put it. It's somehow very liberating knowing that there's no strings attached and after this weekend or this week, you might never see this person again. So that feels very liberating for me. Like, yes, I can do all these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know... There's no consequences. There's no repercussions. Yeah, I mean, there is (laughs) consequences. I don't want to encourage this so much. There is consequences, but it's... Use protection. Yes, but yes. it's it's very mild consequences. Knowing yeah. that I don't have to run into this person on the street constantly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. I did go on a couple dates when I was traveling, but but nothing really happened. Mm. Um. I do like the concept though. I think I I can really get into this. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I can have a good time and truly just be unattached. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. Next. Next, the last ship. Flirtation ship. Ooh. So I like this one. I love flirtation. Yeah. It's basically a relationship that is nothing but flirting. So you can technically be acquaintance or friends, but you're constantly flirting and trying to get it. But then when you're actually trying to get it, like when you're at that point where you're like, we're finally gonna do this, and both parties drop out, or one person drop out. Sometimes that happens. You're like, actually, I I don't want to ruin this friendship. You know what, though? It's a lot of times it's because it's unrequited sexual tension, Mm. which makes it a lot more fun. And because you can't pursue it, so it stays a flirtation shit because you can't pursue it you mean work bay <laughs> like if you if you are having a flirtation shit with someone at work part of the reason is because it's so exciting because you can't actually yeah. because susan from hr <laughs> susan from hr is really on my back yeah susan from hr will put a meeting in your calendar yeah but it's also mm. like spice up that nine to five Ooh. it's i it's very exciting it's constantly getting that like <laughs> attention that I needed and the pent up sexual tension like yes I'm noticing you noticing me <laughs> I love flirtation ship I think it's actually one of my most comfortable and enjoyable state oh how so uh, cause I think being in one just like you just shoot the shit and, <laughs> and still you know you can be sexy and mysterious and right. allowing the other person to have this perfect image or fantasy of you that is yeah. so unpolluted yeah yeah that whole fantasy of like oh this person could be what i imagined yeah. she'd be i like that feeling like oh she's chaotic and sexy yeah not like but, she's so realistic yeah yeah it's just so <laughs> yeah. realistic and practical oh my god <laughs> yeah it's like you have that kind of like a fantasy about about the other person too like i'll have a fantasy about oh, the other yeah. person and i enjoy that but but here's a catch it's not sustainable flirtation ship is not sustainable yes yeah because because once once you sleep with them it's a situation ship <laughs> so right see where you're going it's, it's a, a loop. loop yeah wow so you're just setting yourself up to go into a situation ship yeah which is a sinking ship <laughs> yeah or it could turn into a relationship oh okay which yeah. could also be a sinking ship true <laughs> 
so don't don't just don't <laughs> we're just encouraging people to stay single so on that right lane we're gonna talk about whole season and rotation okay whole season i think it's just the i don't know like what hot girl summer that's yes. what we're saying yeah hot yeah. girl summer mm-hmm. hot boy summer so when you uncuff someone and you can go out and live your best life when it's right. sunny no depression, no whatsoever, no seasonal depression. Yeah. yeah. And hotation, which goes hand in hand with that. Hotation, I know, because I heard it from Insecure. Yes. TV show. Um, it's when you have, like, when you have a, a few people that you're seeing in, in a rotation. Yes. So you say you're seeing, like, three guys. Yes, one. that's very correct. For all yeah. my beast listeners out there, when you have your sneaker <laughs> rotation, what's your current rotation? Same same energy, same concept. What's your current rotation? Yeah, you get I the see. drill. I see. Yes, but but I think the difference is when you enter whole season, you can be. You don't necessarily are in a, a rotation. You can be like seeing multiple people, mm. but they're not in a rotation. You just like see multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. And live your best life. And live your best life. But in a rotation, you just have these specific, maybe like three or four guys yeah. or girls that you're like always seeing. Yes. Like Monday is Jack, Tuesday <laughs> is Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. Oh. Well, I can't, so you're I in can't a come up with white people names. Exclusive. <laughs> Quotation ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're in a. It's basically appointment base. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, being a host a full time job, and I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> Speaking of that, early twenties quotation. I was young, and I guess I just didn't give a shit. Like I had all the time in the world, and though I didn't have regular like fuck buddies, mm. so I guess I wasn't really. I didn't really have a quotation. I just maybe have whole seasons. Oh, that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I had this like whenever I go through these in the early 20s whenever I go through these like whole seasons I had these like Asian angel and devil on my shoulders right. like giving me shit when I decide to have fun that's very relatable yeah cause sometimes I just I think when I was younger I care about how people viewed me and that's always like a struggle as an Asian woman you know what as a, as women in general yeah I, I agree yeah, for but sure. I think as Asian women especially because there's so much slut shaming and we're not big culture. on hookup culture no because yeah. it's there's so much slut shaming yeah agree. In, yeah in Asian culture and it's it's coming from like our parents yeah too. or your friends it's yeah. like that that talk yeah. It's such bullshit, but sometimes, like, you know, sometimes I can't help but think that way when mm-hmm. I was younger because that's just the way I grew up. It's just kind of, like, ingrained in my system. Right. And, yeah, but I'm starting much, much more, like, I'm starting to let a lot of that go as I get older because I just decided not to give a shit anymore. Yeah, talk about, yeah. I guess, hope. right now you're in your late 20s. I mean, this yeah. year's Hot Girl Summer is canceled, but what is quotation like in your late 20s uh i came out of a relationship in i think in my late 20s i w- i've been through a few relationships already mm-hmm. but i ca- i came out of a relationship like last year and just wanted to date for leisure i just wanted to you know have fun and little did i know it was a full-time <laughs> job let <laughs> me tell you this it's a full-time job because I was like, oh, I'm going to have fun. And I downloaded Bumble and never used uh, dating apps before. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and then I, at one point, I was like seeing three guys at once and watching She's Gotta Have It and thinking I was living life to the fullest. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's how you have fun, girl. And then, <laughs> until I had to physically schedule men into my calendar like it was dental appointments. <laughs> exhausting it was like at the one point i was like get your people to contact my people yeah because i i have a planner like a physical planner because i'm 72 years old and right. i like, write in them and you i just whip have my like, planner yeah i open my planner and i'm like mm, i'm free on saturday from like four to six you're like from coffee. 18 o'clock i gotta go to this coffee shop and <laughs> Facilitate my own notes. <laughs> yeah. And be like, T minus five minutes, I gotta oh, leave and go to this other appointment. Yeah, I was so exhausted. Yeah. I realized I don't li- I don't like it. I realized I don't really like that. 
I don't know if I like dating. It's weird. It's. I think it's hard because, I mean, while like last summer, I also was trying to you know, just like yes. live my best life and. It was a challenge to my time management skills. I am a full-on joke, <laughs> trying to work nine to five, have a social life, have fun, work out while slotting in day is just not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's too much work. Yeah, and that one week where I really trolled myself and was like, yeah. "I'm gonna schedule all my day on this week so I can really save time." So, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the most efficient way yeah, to think. I was like me trying to schedule out all my I am this is a full time job it's like your full time job now becomes your part time side yes. hustle yeah <laughs> I spent most of the time at work just adjusting my calendar really making it work it's like I gotta get off work like an hour early so I can make it to this day literally it's like, it's like I gotta work out today at 7 because I have an appointment at 6 p.m. <laughs> so I got work out in the morning. It's a full-time job and I scheduled four days in that week and I was done. <laughs> I was done with everyone <laughs> after that week. I remember seeing you, on a, seeing you on a Monday after that week and you were exhausted. <laughs> I, was, I was over it. Like, if this is a full-time job, I'm hiring someone to do it. <laughs> I am not here for it. And sometimes it gets so tiring because I would be on these dates, like the first date would be fine with this, you know, guy. And, yeah. And you're like, oh, fun. And you're telling them all these, like, your stories or experiences and your background, whatever. And yeah. then to the second guy, guy B, and you have to repeat the whole damn thing. Oh my thing God, yes. Over again. And just be like, yeah, like, you, oh. I get so sick by the fourth time. I met the fourth guy and I'm saying the same joke. Yes. I don't even find funny anymore. Yeah, and you gotta... It's so funny because it's always the same type of questions that come up from the other person yeah. or you. And sometimes it's like, yes, I will repeat my trauma to you once again. But every time I talk about it, it's like I'm reliving it. So by yeah. the end of all your dates, I am traumatized again and again. <laughs> like, it's just hurtful. So it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a lot of work. It's just too much. Yeah. I just want to open it, open this out to our listeners. <laughs> How do you... How do you live hot girl summer sustainably? How? What time management tool does everyone use? How do you? <laughs> you mean like Google <laughs> Calendar? <laughs> yes. How do you? How do you measure time? How do you work out meal prep, socialize <laughs> while you go on dates? <laughs> how? You gotta treat it like a full time job. Yeah, I don't know what's a good way to do it. Yeah, every time I go on dates, way. I'm like, it's another interview. Right. Yeah, it's another in, another interview that I gotta see the same shit again. Especially when they go like, "How was work today?" <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Oh, that was the question. Work? Yeah, I remember at one point I put a a meme on my Bumble profile. Right. And it was like, if someone asked me how was work today, uh, what did I say? Uh, if someone asked me again how was work today, it was fine. I'd rather be on a yacht in Europe, but here I am talking to you, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, stop asking me how work is, because literally, guys gotta know this. Like, if you're on Bumble, you're on Tinder, you're on Hinge, whatever right. dating apps, whenever you ask how was work, nobody nobody wants to answer that. Yes. Literally nobody wants and to I answer just, that. And I just, I can't explain my job one more time. Don't ask me to draw you, babe. Yeah, that's oh my the one. god. Oh, that's Can the one. you make me something? No, bitch, I do this for money. I won't do it for free. Pay me, bitch. Yeah, I ain't labor. Like, mm, I simply do not. Mm-hmm. So, next, talking about modern dating. We also, must, also, I have to yes. say, we're defining all these for a 60 plus <laughs> listener. 30s to 60s. We didn't read the, we didn't read the law. Because from our analytical uh, data, data, there are people from 60 plus listeners that's yeah, listening to this. There are probably like three of you and I see you. I'm here for you. I'm with you. Yeah. How do you guys feel about all the, all the ass jokes? <laughs> Please it's DM. It's must be refreshing. DM, ooh, DM us. Yeah. Nice. Okay, we have to talk about a big thing. Ghosting and Caspering. What? 
I know you know what ghosting is. I mean, I you know. practice that on a day to day. But Caspering. And just to clarify, I don't just ghost men on a day to day basis. I just ghost my close friends and family. Everyone, really. Really everyone, yeah. Yeah. I just hate replying to messages. Oh god, yeah. If you if you need to find me, you can message me and I will I will reply within five to ten business days. <laughs> just don't. Just go message. Yeah, or don't. <laughs> or don't, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, guess what like Caspering Caspering is. Uh, Casper. Is it that Casper the, the friendly ghost? Yeah. So when you, like, Casper someone, you kill them with kindness? You- <laughs> <laughs> yes, you ghost them with love. No, basically, okay, so ghosting, I think we all know. You, you ghost someone, you disappear, stop replying whatsoever. Yeah. Still living your life, like you're still posting on social media. Yeah. They're still doing your thing, but you're just not responding to that person. Yeah. And Caspering, which is a method I, I like to practice. <laughs> it's basically when you your expertise are slowly, slowly disengaging with that person nicely. So they eventually get the hint and leave you alone. Like a fade out. Yeah. It's like uh. I'm Casper. I'm ghosting you, but I'm friendly ghosting you. Oh. Because Casper the friendly ghost. Casper, yes, you got okay. it. So it's like a nicer way of ghosting someone. Exactly. So I eventually uh. give you the ball, so you you will leave me alone, and I don't okay. have to physically ghost you. Okay. So I was a master of ghosting in my early twenties. <laughs> Let me tell you the full. Yes, please elaborate. Uh, I think I just didn't know how to navigate human interactions. <laughs> On that a whole, is, <laughs> yeah, I felt bad rejecting people sometimes, and also feeling like maybe I had let them on. Um, mm. But it's it's kind of toxic because growing up, I had guy friends who would tell me things about their, you know, other girls that they're seeing, quote unquote, being crazy or being psycho or yeah. leading them on. And I think as a young girl, I didn't know any better, and right. I just I just didn't want to be those girls. I yeah. just feel like, yeah. oh, those girls are not good people or they're not, you know, they don't yeah. know how to navigate relationships. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't want to lead someone on or, or be crazy or be psycho or be emotional. Yeah. Which is toxic. Oh. So so when I needed to reject someone, I felt, re- I just feel really guilty doing it. So I just ghost them. <laughs> Ghost you. Yeah, it's super. It's a toxic so mentality. So think about me every day at three a.m. when you sleep. <laughs> but I won't tell you because I still want to be nice. Yeah, but now that I learn about Caspering, <laughs> do not dare. <laughs> but I think I was just wanting to be liked in my early twenties. I wanted people to like me. But now in my late twenties, my mentality is like, you. You cannot be liked by all. So, like, you can be liked by all or you can be free, but you can't have both. Oh. So now, yeah. It's like either everyone likes you and you just go home and cry until three in the morning. Oh my God. Um, because you're not really truly being yourself. You're kind of just good. Yeah. So, I'm done with being liked because um, I'm only on this earth for so long and uh, I'm not here to be liked, I'm here to be loved. Wow. Because love Mic is sustainable. drop, you all. Yes. Mic drop. And also, to say that in modern dating terms, here for a good time, not for a long time. That's why you'll see on the file of the next boys you swiping on him, <laughs> That's exactly, just watch it. Yeah. That's my mentality now. I don't need everyone to like me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. I want so to be this like podcast that. is liberating, aspiring, inspiring, and aspiring. Yes, Caspering. So, yeah, Caspering. I mean, I personally love to use Caspering <laughs> because why? I think my the nature of my personality. People who are close to me know that I have a hard time saying no. Yeah, it's very really nice. hard for me to say no. But you, you can be like a, you can be really straight up with strangers. Like I've heard you on the phone with like, <laughs> Talus. 
Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And you can be like real with them. Yeah. But with people that you are close with or you're friends with, you're super nice. Yeah. I, I, it's really hard for me to say no <laughs> from time to time. I'll be like, Toby, you want to go check out that dumpster? dumpster? <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yeah, that I'm, I'm coming. Cool. I'm, yeah, count me in. Say no more. Honestly. <laughs> like, when I, I remember when I was um, on a Bumble date. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Like, I, I definitely went there and really didn't feel a romantic connection. Yeah. And when the guy was like, I want to go on a second date and me being just you know, a dumb, nice bitch I am, was like, yeah, let's go. And knowing full well that I didn't want to go on a second date, but I was just kind of entertaining the idea of it. Yeah. Because you so, feel bad saying no. Yeah. This whole idea of feeling bad saying no, what is that? I is mean, this this generation? It's like, if you say no, then you're not chill. Because you know oh, that flaky generation? Maybe. Or like too cool to... Too, too, yeah. too cool to care? Yeah, too cool to care. Oh, that one, I'm definitely still trying to... Trying to think about why. Yeah. It's hard to say no. But yeah, I, I, I then I learned that it's actually easier if you just say no in the first place. Because then, after I say yes... I had to really try and cast for the guy. <laughs> like, I went about three to five business days to reply a message and yeah. just go like, I am apologize for my delayed response. I've been really busy. You're really treating it like it's a full-time job. Yeah, it's like You're a work like, email. Yeah, like it's like, sorry for the late response. Yeah, absolutely no flirt. Like, warmest regards, best wishes, no yeah. flirting. <laughs> and, you know, there's not here for it. I'm just kindly letting you know that I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. But I wish I'd just say it out loud, like, I'm not interested. But I get that, though. I, I used to do that, too, where I'm like, oh. yeah, okay, because I wanted to be liked. When I was oh, younger, I wanted yeah. to be liked, so it's like, oh, I don't want anyone to not like me, even though the person is literally a stranger. Yes, and yeah. <laughs> pretty much, like, if you go on one date, it's pretty much a stranger. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and... But now, like, I remember the first time I ever really said no was when I went on a, a Bumble date, and the conversation was okay with this guy. It was fine. But you know me, like, I can talk to anyone. So, <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I can, yeah, I can be on the street and I can talk to anyone. So the conversation was just fine. But I guess the guy had the impression that I had fun. <laughs> and was like, before we left, before Sorry. we parted ways, he gave me a hug and was like, this is super fun. Let's do this again. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I... And so I just said, also, I was like, what I was doing, what you were doing, where I was like scheduling so many dates. So yeah. Like, yeah, I don't have any time in my schedule for the foreseeable future. <laughs> to see I'm you. fully booked for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just said, yeah, like, you know, the conversation's great, but I kind of see you like more as a friend. So if you want to be friends. Yeah. Yeah, but obviously full while, like, I know for for a fact that they don't want to, he doesn't want to be friends. I just say it to be nice, I yeah. guess. Yeah, offering friendship as a consolation prize. <laughs> that's that's how people do it, but then, ooh. I, I guess I tend to fall into that a lot, and then I realize I don't have to. I can give that other person space for them to choose. Yeah. I don't have, have to. Have I'll you been just, ghosted? Oh my god, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I have been ghosted. Uh, I mean, yes, I wanted to know. So how do you navigate when you're being ghosted? Because for me, I just like try to face it. And, you know, I'm petty, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm petty, but I pick up my last bit of self-respect and just leave. And you don't ask for explanations or you don't really like, you don't go back to be like... Oh, is it because like too cool to that's the thing I don't want to be it's like oh I'm chill I yes. don't care I don't want to be unchill oh damn <gasps> even though my vein is popping mad yeah. I will be cool and just let it go even though I yeah. have I have so many questions sometimes and this goes back to what I was saying like when when I was younger yeah. guys guy friends would tell me oh, she's psycho, like, quote-unquote psycho or crazy or whatever. Like, you just don't want to fall in the, those 
category of a girl of yeah. girl being emotional like if you but fuck that shit honestly yeah. fuck that shit because i know i'm an emotional person yeah i feel what i feel and i just need to acknowledge these feelings and these emotions yeah, yeah. and not to come off as like a cycle like what if i am emotional yeah if you can if you can't acknowledge my emotions then why do i want to be with this person exactly then fucking ghost me sure yeah yeah i'll ghost you too yeah <laughs> bitch yeah <laughs> yeah because talk about how you navigate being when ghosted. you are being ghosted yeah okay so i think most recently let me think most recently uh i was ghosted i i met this guy online the guy who shall not be named <laughs> <laughs> went on a few dates and had tons of fun um and he was he said some really intimate stuff to me and it, by intimate i meant like kind of giving me the idea that maybe this could go somewhere maybe mm-hmm. this is leading somewhere that that is more than a situationship or a yeah. flirtationship yeah and so i was kind of into it i was like yeah why not i was having fun he's cool and then he ghosted me out of the blue like just out of the blue completely for like a week or two like mm-hmm. nothing yeah I heard nothing from this guy and then i i was pretty upset because it was kind of rude and unexpected right yeah but it's probably the karma <laughs> from all the boys that goes to from my early 20s <laughs> just take it god is watching us god is watching yeah don't do don't do anything bad it's, it's gonna turn around Don't wrong people. You. Yeah, so one day he resurfaced, pretended like nothing happened, and just kind of like, hey, how you been? And I gave him shit. <laughs> yes, I, I remember. gave him shit. I was like, I think I wrote something like, it's one thing to, because I think he said, oh, like, how you been? I've been super busy. Yeah. Haven't been able to reply. And it's like, what, like two weeks or something like that. So I was, so I replied, it's one thing to forget the time because you're busy and it's another to forget about a person. Right. I'm not the kind of woman to wait around for a man to call me whenever he feels like it. So leave me out of the unpredictability and ghosting. We ain't kids. I'm not here for the game. Oh, my yeah. job. Take notes, everyone. Take notes. Yeah. And then I wish, and then he apologized, which, uh, which I appreciate and yeah. we got and he got on a call with me and we talked it out but i think the main thing that i took out of this is really if you feel like if you have emotional feelings if you feel anything like this person's being rude to you or being you know um i don't want to say wasting your time but that's essentially kind what of it along is, the right? same line. Yeah, along yeah. the same line because they're not giving you. They're kind of like hanging you there, leaving you hanging, and yeah. not giving you an, not giving you anything, not even an explanation, or not even. I guess you don't even need to give me an explanation. Just, yeah. just have to tell me, hey, it's not working out. I don't feel it. Less, yes. you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to pursue this anymore, and I would have been okay with it. Yeah, I agree. Actually. Yeah. But, but, you know, after all in all, we talked it out and it's cool. And I still think he's like a cool person, mm-hmm. but it just didn't work out. And I just, that was really the first time I really said what is on my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And just called out what, what is happening. And instead of like, oh, you've been busy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> good for you though. I think it's really good that you said, you said what you said. Yeah. Because I feel how I feel. Yeah. I felt how I felt, and I cannot deny them. Because if I just continue with, like, oh, yeah, I've been busy, too. You want to hang out? And deep down, I care. Then I'm just going to hang on to it and be super petty and probably with bringing up sometime down the road and become a problem. True. That's true, actually. Mm. So in conclusion, just have a conversation. Yeah, I, you know? I'm going to start practicing that. Having difficult conversation. Yeah, because it's sometimes dreadful, but it, it's needed. Because you know back in the days when... Uh, <laughs> I guess yeah, I'm back, back in the days, old days. But I'm really not, <laughs> I'm really not that old. You know how like if you have to have that talk, you, you got to do it face-to-face? And yeah. then now technology has advanced, and you no longer have to do it face-to-face. You just got to call someone. Yeah. And then to a point where 
phone, like calling someone is obsolete. <laughs> Phone's obsolete. <laughs> and you just text them like, bye. Like, I don't know. Bye. And then the person will like your comment. Ghost emoji. <laughs> heart. Yeah, heart. Yeah, and that's, that's it. Yeah. But just, you know, you don't even have to say anything specific. You don't even own anyone an explanation. You just, you just got to be sincere. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a really good way that we should all start to approach these conversations rather than leave the other person hanging. It's, it's a more respectable way. Yeah, definitely is. Great. And next we have Digmatize. Digmatize. <laughs> you, can, you can probably guess. From the- I can probably guess, but I don't know how to define it. But I catch the drift. Is it like some something you do with a dick? Something to do with a dick being in you and messing with your head? Yes. Yeah. It's like when the dick is so good that you catch feels. <laughs> catch feels. How to avoid being digmatized? How do you avoid being digmatized? I don't know. I mean, like, I'm expert at being digmatized. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you how to be digmatized. But that's, I think, how to avoid being digmatized is that post-sex scam. <laughs> it's like when you have sex with someone and then afterwards they they look at you differently. It's like, bitch, don't look at me. Don't hold my hand. Do not fucking kiss me on the forehead. Oh, that gets me. That's actually so yeah. true. Do not kiss me on my forehead. No. Like, kissing on the forehead is worse than the holding hands and all the other small thing it's like nail on the coffin yeah last straw yes like straight to the fucking stigmatized hell yeah because sometimes when you meet a guy and then or a girl and then you kind of have good feelings about this person but you're just kind of still in the state where you feel like yeah you know you we vibing yeah it's cool and then the moment their dick is in you <laughs> You've been digmatized. Yeah, and yeah, and especially if it was a good dick. <sighs> especially if it was like good sex, and then afterwards they kiss you on the forehead, you're like, fuck this, and put I'm a done. ring on me. <laughs> 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 yeah, sometimes it, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. It'd it yeah. be like that, and it's okay. Yeah, my advice fuck and go like Starbucks drive through. Oh man. <laughs> That's honestly. I, I gotta I practice that like I can't it's very hard for me to stay <laughs> but I know that I don't vibe with that person and I know that if I stay I might be digmatized ooh you gotta you gotta just get that taxi yeah oh my Uber. god Uber. Uber right now Uber is honestly the best tool yeah best tool to get out of being digmatized yes <laughs> also to I think a lot of time for me it's in my own head like I think about the other person a lot and start to come up with all these like perceptions of or excitations of what the other person is really like and I think I just have to be really analytical about yeah. it and ask myself are you do you really like that person or is it is do it you just the dick yeah or is it a dick? Or do you just want the validation of having sex so you feel like you can be loved? Because you just, sometimes you just want the attention. Yeah. That's flirtation shit. That's pretty much all the cases for me. Like, I just, like, <laughs> I just, I really, I'm dying. Sometimes I just, I don't want to be in anything serious, but I also don't even want to be in situationships. Yeah. I just want attention. You just want to feel good as women. Sometimes you just want to feel good and it's nice to have, I'm not going to lie, it's nice to have attention from guys and I'm not trying to be, you know, like the drama queen or all the spotlight on me. It's just that feeling of, um, oh, I look good today and I just need someone to say it to me. Yeah, I agree. Like I can say it to myself in the mirror and be like, bitch, you are beautiful today. Yes, stop, baby. Yeah, (laughs) you are Baby girl, you're a star. <laughs> you're a star, baby. <laughs> we just need to record it and just play it to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you, it's so much nicer. Not so much nicer, but it's also nice to hear from someone. Yeah, especially someone agree. you're vibing with. Yeah, and they kiss you on the forehead. It's game over. <laughs> it's done. You're going straight to digmatization. <laughs> I just made that word up, by the way. Don't Google it. Digmatization. Yes, like make it now. Hotationship. Yes. Hotation. Oh, digmatization. Hotationship. <laughs> Committed digmatization. 
Okay, and then exclusive relationship. <laughs> that is for sure. It's like you're exclusively only fucking these three guys. Yeah, it's like being the hoe is a full time job, and I am here for it, committed to it. <laughs> I'm your full time hoe, <laughs> and you're my full time hoe. <laughs> well, really spicing up these urban dictionary terms. Also, now we move into DTR. What? <laughs> DTR? Uh, is it like down to fuck, but like down to ride? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like down to fuck, DTF, but the guy specifically just wants to be ride. <laughs> so he wants to be clear up front. Like, hey, yo, ma, you down to ride this thing? <laughs> so it's like my preferences. Yeah, like, hey, yo, girl, you DTR, DTR. tonight? <laughs> specifically asking you yeah I just I did I had leg day today so you DTR like you better come over and remind me cause I can't lower back sound already be dead really is it I mean no I mean I like that I like that definition good try but it's to define the relationship oh define the relationship Mm -hmm. ah the oh shit moment you're correct the what are we moment yes the where is this going moment (laughs) it's like the hardest topic that it's like a dreadful topic yeah it's the transition between a situationship to a relationship or a flirtationship to a situationship (laughs) to a relationship wow now you, there's so many stages. I can't yeah, I can't just ride a ship. I have to go through all these hurdles. I want to date like it's 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can probably make that happen. Don't you feel like sometimes you just want to be picked up by your door? Yeah. Yeah, like you want to be... you. You want to have that full experience of being treated like a real lady. <laughs> yeah, and then they... Yeah, it's really rare school. nowadays. Yeah. Well, because nowadays they just show up at your, I don't know, your lobby. Yeah. And like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> and they text you, hey, I'm here. <laughs> hey, here. Yeah, hey, here. Come down. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's killing so the vibe. So true. And you sometimes don't even go on a date. You're just going over to each other's places constantly yeah you know i used to watch sex and city when i was younger and then i was always i love that vibe of guys picking you up at your doorstep and then Mm. carrie brasha walking down those door like those her doorsteps yeah 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 and like these like cute dresses yeah. Oh yeah. And Mr. Big something romantic. Limousine. It. <laughs> yeah, it's just like really romantic. Yeah. Oh. Now, now you don't. Sometimes you don't even get like good night kisses. Because yeah. some guy is like what kissing those. <laughs> kissing, and the next thing is penetration. There's like nothing in between. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh. It's like they just they just jump like five steps. So like now we're kissing. Hey, can I go up? <laughs> That's me. Yeah, can I digmatize you now? <laughs> Acquaintance to husband. Zero to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. No in between. Real quick. No, no in between. Mm. Yeah, so talking about defining the relationship, what are some tips, I guess, to make the conversation easier to navigate? Oh, man. I think just be honest. Right. Just be honest. Groundbreaking, <laughs> really. Ground That's really breaking. hard to do, though. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what. Cause now, now it, now you don't even have DTR. Sometimes now you right. just kind of get into gradually becoming in a relationship. You would date someone for like half a year, which is hell a long time. It's yeah. a super long time. You date someone for half a year, and then one day you hang out with him and his friends and then he turned around and he's like oh this is my girlfriend and you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise surprise so, so i'm your girlfriend now okay. and then you like go home and you have a smile like if you really like this person mm-hmm. but you haven't had that talk yet and then in the car ride home you're like so you call me your girlfriend to your friends <laughs> you know no, you're still living in the 1980s girl <laughs> That's like when the friend calls calls him in the speaker in the car and like, who are you hanging out with? And he's like, oh, just a friend. I'm like, 
I'm taking let me off. <laughs> let right me now. off right here. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you're in a situation and you don't really want to be their significant other and you haven't had the tar- talk yet oh, and they say yeah. oh this is my girlfriend and you're like and I'm out <laughs> you're like and okay yeah that's that's literally the point where you have to define the relationship I think yeah. when one party starting to have um ha- starting to have these thoughts about labels mm-hmm. and starting to want to meet all your friends and be more involved in your life yeah agree yeah that's when you will have that talk or you must have that talk yeah i think for everyone the timing is different depending on the relationship like the dynamic and you know your personality and i think it's just to go with the flow i think that's is that your is that your Flaky generation, <laughs> flaky vibe. chill vibe. <laughs> because I think I get pressured into you know how people kind of put 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 a timeline on things like yes, like yeah, we've been on five days, we've been hanging out two months, and then your friends oh, start yeah. going like, what? You guys haven't talked about it yet, and then you start yeah. to feel like you get pressure into the talk, but sometimes. I think you you should just talk about it when you feel ready. It shouldn't feel forced. If it's really difficult to bring it up, then don't. You're probably not ready. Because mm. I think I I tend to fall into that a lot, and then I miss on a lot of genuine connection because I was I I felt pressured to have the talk. Yeah. But why, why do you feel pressure to have the talk? Because your friends are like, oh, you guys been hanging out for so long. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Are you wasting your time? And I'm just oh, like... Or is I'm, he wasting your time? Yeah. No, it's mutual. They tend to, it's yes, mutual. They tend to put a that guy into a, like a demonic figure. Yeah. Like, is he wasting your time? And I am thinking no, because we're, I mean, we're wasting each other's time. <laughs> but, but also, yes, I, I think that kind of like makes me fall into the trap of yeah oh should i have the talk now is it the time now yeah even though i i didn't feel ready and to go back on that asian woman like mm. in our culture my my parents or my like grandparents they'll always tell me like oh don't it's almost like you're always the losing one in a relationship women are always the oh, losing one if damn. you get dumb if you get uh if you get in a relationship and they they somehow you know do something that is maybe hang out with other people people are like yeah in an asian culture especially more traditional yeah they always think that oh you're you know you're wasting your time or they're wasting your time yeah because you are women only have these prime periods oh, yeah time. like we have more to lose yeah like they, they think we have they more think to lose. we have more to lose yeah yeah and that's that's the culture that is so that's the mentality that's so rooted in the, in the asian culture yeah but no we have equally the same to lose <laughs> like yeah I, and the I fact agree. is women actually live longer than men oh yeah. that's the tea of the day for all your men listeners out there <laughs> so we're actually wasting your time yes <laughs> jokes on you <laughs> jokes on you but i think coming from older generation they are their thought is that because women needs to eventually be be in a marriage and needs to have kids so therefore all the time that you're spending now in your 20s and you know early 30s is all prime time and all very valuable time Mm -hmm. for you to i don't know have a baby yeah it's like your reproductive system at its peak yeah and they think that you have to you have to have a kid to complete your life that's how your life is completed oh, that's a that's a huge topic we have to tap into yeah, like asian woman struggles yeah yes for sure mm. all right okay. lastly this is a fun one zombieing this is also quite new to me i did a little search but zombieing what do you think it is zombie as in like uh, zombie oh like walking dead zombie oh, zombieing dead. as a verb someone who refused to let you go like someone who refused to let you go and live your optimal life because they are always hanging on to you 
like or they're trying to force you into this zombie sexless committed <laughs> relationship so if you have that one girlfriend who's in this relationship that's just like sexless and they don't really talk to each other but they're only there because they're committed and because oh they're God. like used to each other bitch you've been zombie oh my god it's too did triggering. i get it right uh, no <laughs> no good for trying 10 out of 10 for efforts <laughs> zombieing this is actually really, really interesting one that so it's basically when your exes dig themselves out of the graves dust them dicks off and be like WYD at 3am like bitch I am busy trying to sleep and lose feels I'm not doing anything more than that <laughs> like actually so so if an old boyfriend comes back that's zombieing yes so they really they really dug themselves out there out of their graves oh W-I-D oh so then in that case you've been zombied you've been yes bitch you've been zombied okay that's great cool good learning today good great learnings I feel like do we feel like we all learned all the all the listeners out there, the fit forty to sixties, thirty, thirty to sixties, tell me, please. <laughs> yeah, DM us uh, some modern dating terms you think we should know. Yeah, I, just I would like to know more. Zombieing is really fun. Yeah, I still like my definition more than the Urban Dictionary definition. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're in a sexless committed relationship. Well, I like that. Guy. You maybe fuck like we zombies. Can, oh, maybe we can come up with a new term. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> when you Our fuck new like term. zombies, though. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh. Single tear. Yeah. yeah. So, what's giving you life this week? Oh yeah. You How guys. you been, Ashley? How you been? I, I haven't have... seen you in a few days. I have been in my own transient prison, which is my thoughts, and I've been spiraling so hard. Yeah, but it's been it's been a struggle this week. I was Damn. stuck in a depression <laughs> loophole, and now like a downward spiral. Yeah, and now I'm I'm back. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. Yeah. I had a lot of thoughts, and you know, mm-hmm. I at the end of the day, I decided that I'm the only person who can facilitate my own happiness. True. My own dopamine. Say assist. Yeah. Facilitate your own happiness. Feeling kind of alone, but I just gotta learn how to love myself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah. What what do you think what do you think triggered it though? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of things, but Right. I just, you don't have to th- you don't have to give me an explanation. <laughs> I, I need to I actually need to dive deep on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Is like, it like a pent up thing like you have been feeling there's something that you need to deal with that you've been brushing off for a while now and yeah. now it's just caught up to you and you finally have to deal with it. Yeah, it's like past mm-hmm. traumas resurfacing and um, past yeah. trauma zombieing. Zombieing. <laughs> I have been zombied. You've been zombie. I love to I love to cast my own trauma, you guys. I just cast I love traumas. to I love to brush it brush things yeah. off and you're in a flirtationship <laughs> with your with my trauma. <laughs> and it's all coming back this week so strong. But oh it's it's like I'm I'm coping with it. I'm mm-hmm. learning, you know, reflecting. Yeah. And, yeah. What's giving you life though? Good. Like okay, is there yes. anything positive? Two great things I must <laughs> talk about. So okay. first thing Yogu, you guys, Yogu. Oh, by the way, none of this is sponsored. Yeah. We just want to share shit. <laughs> Yogu, it's honestly, it's crack in a jar. It's a... <laughs> for all my lactose intolerance friends out there, there's a Vancouver locally made... It's a dairy-free coconut yogurt. Ooh. Processed sugar-free. And it tastes so good. I'm not even exaggerating. It tastes just like... Straight out, <laughs> crack. No, it tastes Sorry, like a coconut. Injecting that in your system, coconut in your veins. Yeah, it tastes so good. And really? Yeah, you can find them. Well, they deliver, and you can also find them at like Juice Child, Whole Foods, Body Energy Club. Yeah. Is it okay? Because I had, I was here earlier, and I had some of your yogurt. There was this like sugar-free, lactose, lactose-free, but it's not yogurt. It's something else. Yeah, it's something. It's like a different yogurt. 
I felt like I was eating lotion. <laughs> like I, just, I was eating moisturizer. I, I would <laughs> redeem taste like myself nothing. by buying that yogurt. I was trying to get it, but it was out of sold out uh, everywhere when I was in stores. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's local, right? Yeah, it's made in it's made in Vancouver. And if you go on their website, they deliver Lower Mainland. You can also get it in just selected stores. So okay, check their websites. Yes. Yes. What's and the other thing? Second one, it's a show on Netflix called Lennox Hill. Okay. And it's about it's a, it's basically think of Grey's Anatomy but documentary. It's about these four doctors in New York Lennox Hill Hospital, I think. Yeah. And they just talk about you know them saving lives. And the last episode is actually how they're coping with the pandemic. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is so- it one season? It's one season. I believe there's five or six episodes. Okay. Reality it, show kind of. Was, like documentary. Yeah. It was okay. amazing. Like the life's fragility just sent me right into existential downward spiral hell. Because <laughs> it's like these people are saving lives. And yeah. we're here talking about ass eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, oh my God. I Yes. And that also was like a huge thing to me when I was thinking about oh I'm really depressed like I just want to be loved and then I see these people and Uh, some people are literally dying and then I was like oh my god I'm so privileged like I kept like reality checking myself while I was in the middle of all these and yeah I, I wish I could I legit searched up Canada. How long does medical school take in Canada? <laughs> a quick change of career path. Yeah, I just mm. I wish I was saving lives rather that's than making clothes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I had these thoughts early in the COVID uh, early days. Yeah. Where I'm like sitting around working from home and feeling like, what am I doing when people are dying out there? Like, what am I yeah. doing here? and it's yeah it really does send put me into perspective and send me into like a bit of a wouldn't be a depression but it's just like kind of make me made me think about what our real purpose in this world is yeah it's like yeah reality check reality check but i think that's the thing about uh finding purpose in life is that maybe you're well for me i know for for sure my purpose in life is not to be a doctor that's definitely not what i'm born in this life to do yeah but you know just like just like how tupac said it like i don't know how to end racism but i do know how to talk about it Mm -hmm. and when i do sing about it rap about it talk about it that's not exactly his words, but yeah. that's what he said. Like, when I do talk about it, I hope the person who knows how to change the world will listen, is oh. listening. Yeah. So, for me, it's like, I know for really, I know really well that I'm not going to be a doctor or be in the <laughs> medical field, but I know that maybe through some other means, means of maybe talking about it yeah. or... Um, you know, using my voice, using my platform. Yeah. That's how I can contribute to it. Yeah. 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 But maybe not as like direct. Different means, but same ends, I guess, or same per same intentions. Yeah. Same intentions. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, how have you been and what's giving you life? Honestly, I've been for the past little bit, I've been pretty good. Mm -hmm. I think there are parts that I'm like still navigating, but uh, overall, I think I've been okay. Part of the biggest reason is because of this podcast. Yeah, because I think I I haven't felt alive in such a long time. And Uh. it's that thing where I said either, you know, you you can be liked by all or you can be free, but you can't have both. And I think I was having, before this podcast, I was having these crises where I feel like I need to be liked. Mm-hmm. But now after we started this podcast, I found that I can just say whatever's on my mind and really facilitate uh, having hard conversations. And it made me feel free. I just feel really free and uh, feeling really myself and feeling yeah. alive. Liberating. Yeah, liberating. That's Yeah, I just feel really liberating. It's kind of 
therapeutic even though even if we're not talking about anything serious yeah yeah it could just be what digmatized yeah <laughs> and being zombie it's just kind of fun to put my voice out there and just kind of say whatever's on my mind and it, it kind of feels pretty liberating agree yeah uh what's been giving me life this week uh the studio, you know what? The Studio Ghibli films on Netflix. Oh. As a Taiwanese child, yes. <laughs> growing up, my childhood, Studio Ghibli is like my Disney. Oh, that's so yeah. True. It's equivalent to a Disney to a, a white white person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, watch Spirited Away before Mulan, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you? No, I was way, like Spirited Away was much. I was oh, older. I watched Spirited Away when I was pretty young. Yeah, I had I watched really old. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Studio Ghibli movies like uh, there was one that was about what's it called? Only Yesterday or something? Yeah, these are the old ones. Anyways, uh, I watched Ponyo High, <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> I felt like I was riding that wave with Ponyo. <laughs> I was so excited watching Ponyo running on those waves. The elevated experience. Yeah, elevated. I just gravitate from the couch. <laughs> yeah, I just gravitated from the couch. Like David Blaine. <laughs> what is going on? Says, roll a joint, light it up, and go to town on these childhood memories. Okay. It's amazing. I- Honestly, I think I want to take take. Yeah, it's great. To do that. Yeah, and then one other thing that's been giving me life, which is just a song that I'm on repeat, is by Anderson Park, lo- called Lockdown, and he I think he made it for or during the time of uh, BLM movement. Oh. Yeah, it's talking about the lockdown and about the riots and about uh, um, yeah about this whole situation and him being in riots and stuff, and the beat is just bomb. Oh, Guys, you can you can check it out right now. You know what? Turn this shit off and go listen. To <laughs> no, 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 don't. Add it to Q. Add it to Q. Add it to Q. Add it to Q on Spotify. But don't leave. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 not no. yet, not yet. I not haven't yet. dropped my Instagram handle not yet. yet. Yes. <laughs> Let me just do this one little promotion real quick. Right. Go ahead. So lastly, you can find us on Instagram at sugarhoneybbt. Step into our digital office and follow us on Spotify. All the listeners, we're getting those data. We see you and we're so grateful. Yeah. We, shouts to 60 plus. Yeah, shouts. I honestly. really see you. Honestly, just amazing that we're just here talking and someone's actually listening. <laughs> so <laughs> Who would have thought, really? Right. So thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Really. Be a good person and don't ghost anyone because God is watching. Also, don't go into a committed situation. Yeah, yet. if you want to ghost someone, MSN them first. <laughs> Are you what? 72 years old? That's what I said. You know what? I started this podcast being 73 and now I learn all these terms. I'm 72. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, and again, Sugar Honey BBT on Instagram. Bye. Bye. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs>